The Pet Milk Program. Liver McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Liver McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Cliff Arquette, L.B. Allman, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie and directed by Max Hutto with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. As most good cooks know, there's a big difference between Pet's evaporated milk and bottled milk. Not just in price, though it's well to remember that Pet's milk costs less generally than bottled milk or any other form of whole milk. But there's another big difference. That is the extra richness of pet milk. In one pint of pet milk, for example, you get the same amount of nourishing whole milk substances that you get from a quart of ordinary milk. Yes, pet milk is twice as rich as ordinary bottled milk, concentrated to double richness by evaporation. So why be satisfied with less? Whenever you get milk, get pet milk, the first choice of good cooks. One of the things that we're inclined to take for granted in this country is that wonderful thing called education. And nobody takes it more for granted than a guy who saw it and didn't take it. Like the guy who just signed up for a night school course, Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. I done it, Molly. I signed up for night school. Well, good for you. Yep. I'm delighted you're picking up your education again, dear. <laughs> and you can pick it up. It isn't heavy. Mm. <laughs> I didn't think you ever liked going to school, though. Oh, sure I did. I loved it. I'd have been an honor student all through school, too. Except for one thing. What was that? I was too stupid. <laughs> but no more, kiddo. I'm not stupid. No, sir. Now I'm specializing. I'm going to be an expert in chemistry now. Plastics. That's where the dough is now, plastic. Hey, maybe yeah. you can even be a plastic surgeon. Betcha. <laughs> you know, cut pieces of plastic up and make things out of it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe invent a new kind of plastic even, maybe. Stronger than steel, bend like paper, acid resident, and stretch like a $40 girdle. <laughs> a very worthy ambition. Uh, but look, don't you have school tonight? Yep, it starts in 45 minutes. Just come home to get in the racer. First day in night school, you know. Might make a mistake. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yes. I might. Ah, this science is exciting stuff, you know. Do you want me to, to explain this to you? Well, no, I don't Well, sir, I... everything in the universe is made up out of stuff called matter. Matter is the mother of everything. Oh? That's why matter means mother in Latin. <laughs> Now then, if you look at a little hunk of matter through a telescope, you see it's made up of tiny little articles called mollycoddles, <laughs> which themselves is composed of nutrients, proteins, and electricians. <laughs> it depends on how all them electricians, nutrients, and mollycoddles are put together, whether you have a piece of steel or an egg sandwich. Heavenly day. Is this all visible to the naked eye? Mrs. McGee, we got mixed classes in night school. <laughs> Men and women. And we ain't allowed to use the naked eye. <laughs> just, just instruments. 
How thoughtless of me. Boy, am I anxious to get started. I got a feeling that I'm going to stumble onto something scientific that'll rock the world back onto its rundown heels. You know what? <laughs> hey, you want to come to school with me? Is it permitted? I don't know, but a good way to find out is to do it. Come on, get your hat and go with you. Well, for the... Oh, hi, old-timers. Hello, Mr. Old-timers. Hello, kids. I was just... Hey, what's the books for? You started reading, Johnny? <laughs> nope, I'm starting night school tonight, old-timer. Adult education course. Going to study science. Oh, that's a fine thing to study, boy. Yep. My nephew, he studied it. Now he's got his own little shop. Doing right well, too. His own little shop for what? Science. Huh? Ain't more science than anybody in town. <laughs> Billboards, keep off the grass, no smoking. This means you beware vicious children. I didn't say science, I said science. S-I-E-N-S-E, -E, science. You know what science is, Mr. Oldtimer. That's what permits one to load an airplane with solidified carbon dioxide, which has a temperature of 109 degrees at atmospheric pressure, drop particles of it through a cumulus cloud formation, thus inducing artificial precipitation. <laughs> Not only that, but you can make it rain that way, too. Well, it sure is wonderful what science can do now, kids. Papa was kind of an astronomer, you know, out west in California. Did he have an observatory? Baby, did he ever have an observatory? <laughs> <laughs> they had a five-power telescope set up in a rented room across the street from them Metro-Golden-Warner Studios. <laughs> Sat there all day studying them heavenly bodies. <laughs> well, that's all very well, but how did he make a living? He didn't have to, Johnny. He was living. <laughs> oh, Johnny, just one thing before you start your schooling. Yeah? Take the advice of an older man. To really enjoy education, always remember the three R's. The three R's? Yep. I kind of just remember what the first two R's was for, but I'll never forget the third one. Recess. <laughs> I'll never forget the time. What's the matter? I forgot the time. <laughs> it's almost half past, and I got to get to school. Well, come on, Molly. All right. See you later, old timer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Billy Mills, the orchestra, and Sam Song. <laughs>
Well, come on, kiddo. Let's hurry. I don't want to get sent to the principal's office my first day in high school. Besides, I'm anxious to get started studying chemistry. This is all sort of new with you, isn't it, McGee? Yep. Back in Peoria, I don't remember you being so interested in science. Well, there was no dough in it in them days. Everything that's made of plastic now was then made out of hard rubber, paper mache, and old cigar boxes. Oh. I'm telling you, Tootsie, science is the coming thing. Now, you take those atom guys. If it wasn't for them, what would the world be now? More relaxed. <laughs> Say, isn't this the high school? Yep. Come on. Let's go in and get started. I see this door. Look at the mob. Yeah. How many people do they educate here, anyway? Oh, I'd say about 10% of them. The <laughs> rest of them are just here Attention, for... Attention, please. Will the minister of students inspect the can of evaporated milk from Miss Jones' lunchbox? Please return it at once. That was teacher's test. <laughs> <laughs> well, which way do we go, McGee? Uh, where's the chemistry class? I don't know. We better start looking for it, I guess. Well, maybe it's in here. Let's try this door. Yeah. I say, wretched old beaver, give us another splash of soda. That's a good, that's a good tip. My goodness, what class was that? English lit. <laughs> oh, here's an information desk. I'll ask this guy. Hi, Buster. Good evening, sir. Are you and this lady registered as student? Uh, he is, sir, but I just happen to be along. Well, I'm delighted to know you, Miss Long. I just happen to be a Spofford myself. I'm a Spofford, you know. Yeah? Yeah. And this, I presume, is your father, Mr. Long? <laughs> My name ain't Long, it's McGee. Well, that isn't Long, is it? Huh? <laughs> I like short names myself, like Miss Long here. Excuse me, Mr. Spofford, I am not Miss Long. I am Mrs. McGee. This gentleman is Mr. McGee. I am his wife. He is my husband. <laughs> He's going to study chemistry here. Can you tell us where to go? Oh, brother, that's the greatest straight line I have. <laughs> I think we'd better talk to somebody else. Uh, maybe that man in uniform over there. Is that okay, sir? Uh, no, madam. That's O'Halloran. <laughs> okay is taking his sabbatical. His sabbatical? Taking a Sunday off in the middle of the week? <laughs> You're spoofing, aren't you, bud? No, dearie, he's Spifford. Uh, Spofford. Off of the... <laughs> How'd we ever get into this mess? He's speaking to you, miss. Oh. Now, what'd you say, McGee? I am not miss. I am Mrs. McGee. Uh-huh. She wasn't talking to you. I was, too. You were not. Now, just a moment, <laughs> <No>. please. <laughs> I'm not here. Attention. Will Dr. Spofford please report immediately to the tattooing class in room 36? Our needle is stuck. <laughs> 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 well, that's an emergency, folks. Good day, Mr. McGee. So long, long. <laughs> well, I guess we'll just have to find the chemistry class by ourselves, McGee. Look, uh, here's your science room. Oh, yeah, domestic science. Well, the domestic kind is good enough for me. This imported science is too foreign anyway. Let's take a look in here and see. And in conclusion, students, I'd like to say that as future homemakers, you should always remember that the cook who cooks with pet is the pet cook of all cooks. Hey, that's Harlow Milcock. My goodness. Harley, <laughs> we go back. And for tomorrow night's assignment, I want you to review page 14 in your Mary Lee Taylor cookbook 
And each of you bring me a sample of your butterscotch kisses. Huh? I love your kiss. Uh, your butterscotch... Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, class dismissed. Yeah. Hi, Junior. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hello, Molly. Hiya, pal. Since when did you start teaching domestic science, Junior? Oh, I've been teaching a long time, pal. After yeah. all, I'm a Ph.D., you know. Doctor of philosophy? No, pet home demonstrator. Oh. Yeah. I like to show people how many different ways they can use pet milk. Uh-huh. Very versatile product, you know. Great for children, good in your coffee, twice as rich as ordinary milk. It's terrific. Yeah, 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 we know that. But right now, I want to get to the chemistry lab. Oh, I... the chemistry lab. Yeah. Say, I saw a very interesting experiment in there last week. Is that so? Yes, they were showing how pet milk was the first milk to be fortified with pure crystalline vitamin D. And yes, now... Now, Mr. Wilcox, don't delay us. Himself here is late to class. Yeah, yeah. Which way is the chem lab, Junie? You mean the chemistry lab where I saw that fascinating demonstration? Mm. Where they were showing how pet milk is fortified with crystalline vitamin D. Hey, hey, and... hey, hey, look. Milky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, will you please tell us how to get to the chemistry lab? Oh, yes, the chemistry lab. Yeah. Well, that's in room 101. But if you'll take my advice, you won't try the elevator. Why not? Dangerous? No, just foolish. Room 101 is just three doors down the hall. <laughs> Goodbye now. <laughs> What do you say, two doors or three? Uh, three, I think. Uh, let's look, though, huh? Okay, let's see. One. Your attention, please. Huh? Will the instructor in slot machine repairing please come to the office at once? <laughs> the deputy sheriff is here for his check. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It takes all kinds of people to make an education, don't it? I suppose. Oh, hey, is this the right door? Search me, lover. Try it. Okay. Now, students, let's try it once more. And remember that speed means accuracy, and the real secret of this course lies in good coordination. I see you're ready, Miss Gumpter. Ready, Mr. Tiffelmeyer? Ready. One, two, three, throw! <laughs> Too far to the left, Mr. Tiffelmeyer, and hold your bucket a little higher, Miss Gumpter. Now, once more, and... <laughs> I couldn't see over your shoulder, Molly. Well, what were they doing? Throwing hot rivets. Oh. <laughs> this part of the engineering course, I presume. Yeah, well, I suppose tonight's school... Oh, hi, Doc. Hey, Molly, here's Doc Campbell. Hello, Doctor. Nice to see you. Good evening, Molly. What are you people doing here? McGee's going to study chemistry, Doctor. I got some experiments in mind, Fatso, in plastics. Yep. I got some experiments in mind that are going to run the DuPont factories right out of Ohio. The DuPont factories are in Delaware, Eggface. Oh, started running already, huh? <laughs> they heard that I was taking up chemistry, eh? I don't know how they got wind of it. I haven't told a soul. <laughs> well, I'll admit chemistry's a pretty fascinating subject. It's wonderful to think that nature can take a little phosphorus, a little iron, a little calcium, and about 40 cents worth of other chemicals, combine them in the right proportions, and produce a man like Abraham Lincoln. You mean, you mean that chemically I'm only worth about 50 cents? No, no. For you, I'd say about 60. In you, there's more brass. <laughs> You're sweet, Doctor. Sweet? What do you mean, sweet? He could have said lead. <laughs> well, I suppose you'd like to know what I'm doing here in the high school. Nope, I just assumed that you are going to learn to write. Which... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Dr. Gamble can write. Oh, yeah? You ever see one of his prescriptions? 
I give one to a Chinese laundryman by mistake once and got two suits of long underwear and a pair of gloves. <laughs> what did you do with the laundry ticket? Give it to Kramer's drugstore? Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And Mr. Kramer looked at it and said, I can't read this. A mouse has been walking around on it with muddy feet. <laughs> now, Doctor, if you'll be kind enough to direct us to the chemistry laboratory. Why, I... certainly, Blowtop. It's that door right across the hall. And hurry. You're late for school, you know. My gosh, I am? How late? About 30 years. Oh. Go on now. The King's Men, and let's do it again. I don't like pop, pop the pop. The stuff leaves me cold. Let's bring back again. Sugar. That's for the carbon. 
Boy, does that smell awful. <laughs> Look, McGee, classes were over two hours ago. Why don't we go home? What? Right in the middle of my most fascinating experiment? Besides, the instructor said I could stay as late as I wanted. I was really on the track of something. There'll be something on the track of you very shortly. Hmm? And it'll be the night watchman. Besides, what do you think you're doing? Tootsie, I don't like to make any advanced claims, but... I'll bet I got a mixture here that the hand of man has never laid eyes on before. Or knows. Or knows what? How lucky he is. Look, sweetheart. Quiet, baby, quiet. I'm getting a reaction. You're getting a reaction. If somebody doesn't open a window in here, I'm going to... Look. Look at it bubble. Heavenly days, what a gooey mess. I'll bet I got something really valuable here. Nothing that smells this bad can be entirely useless. <laughs> Maybe if I added another little... Hey, what was that splash? Your cigar dropped into the mixing bowl. Oh. <laughs> no, well, the stuff was smoking anyway. Now, let's see. Well, I don't like to nag, lover, but it's almost midnight and we... What's could... going on in here? Don't you realize... Oh, hello, McGee. Hello, Molly. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Nice of you to drop in, Latrivia. Interested in chemistry? I was, until now. Good heavens, what is that stuff? It smells like the underside of the last step of the back stairs of a sardine cannery. <laughs> At low tide. He's inventing something, Mr. Mayor. Inventing what? I don't know yet. It ain't cooled off enough to handle it yet. You know anything about plastics, Latrivia? No. Me neither. <laughs> but I'm learning, boy. Do you realize that the mollycoddle structure of a protein nucleus if bombarded by neutron and electricians would result McGee, in... McGee! Huh? Look! Huh? Look at your mixture. Huh? It's rising out of the bowl. Oh, my gosh. Look, Latrivia. Look, grab it, Molly. Grab I've it. I've got it, McGee. Here. Oh. Take it. It scares me. Well, it must be some kind of gas in it, McGee. What do you mean, gas? This is solid plastic or metal or something. You see? Why, look, it's as solid as a rock. Mm. Look at it. Why? It just floats right there in the air. Heavenly days. Why, this is amazing. A metal that defies gravity. It's unbelievable. Oh, I don't know. I believe it. <laughs> Look at it. Just sitting there. In the air. Push it down. Push it up. Me. What do you know? No weight at all. You know, there ought to be quite a market for this stuff. Why, think of the possibilities. Think of pants buttons that would hold your pants up without even being buttoned. Why, think of... <laughs> McGee, this is stupendous. Why, yes. You've just repealed the law of gravity. Yeah. Think what this means to our defense program. Huh? Aviation. Ten yeah. minutes home. Quickly. Thank you. Hello. Hello. Operator. This is my honor, the mayor. Honor. Get me Washington. <laughs> Hurry. Hurry. Quiet, please, everyone. Quiet, quiet, please. McGee. This is General Francis Scully of the Materiel Division in the Pentagon Building. Uh, General, Mr. and Mrs. McGee. How do you do, I'm sure? Hi, bud. Hey, how'd you get here so quick from the Pentagon Building? Well, confidentially, we have our own flying saucers, but don't tell anybody because they're non-existent. <laughs> well, that's the best kind. Yeah, then non-resistant flying... Uh, uh, McGee, McGee, explain to the General about this metal of yours. This is Hold the most please. Little more profile, General. Huh? That's it. Well, 
As I was about to say, when I seen the need for this here gravity repulsant metal, I says to my little woman here, who worked so complainingly with me to develop this wonderful stuff, I well, says... Of course you understand, McGee. This whole idea is stupid. Hmm? A gravity-defying metal is a ridiculous thought. Yep. It certainly looks ridiculous sitting there in the air all by itself, doesn't it? <laughs> Amazing. Push it over this way again. Thanks. A big blob of metal like this which defies <laughs> gravity is an impossibility. Any high school student knows that, McGee. Yep, that's the advantage of not having too much education, Jan. <laughs> if I'd known it was impossible, I probably never could have did it. It's a fabulous discovery, General. And to think it was a citizen of the community of which I am mayor who discovered this miraculous... Hold upcoming. everything, folks. I'm Ed Queenie of Monsanto Chemical. I'll double any offer that anybody makes. Two million bucks. Four million. Five. Ten million. Plus a job as chief chemist in our plant. Well, wait a minute. Who's this fella bidding here? He's the inventor of Megillium. That's who he is. <laughs> He's McGee. Hot dog, Megillium. Well, that's wonderful, Molly. Oh, I just happened to think of it. <laughs> All right, McGee. You'll just sign these papers Now, here. wait a minute. The Army was here first. In my what? opinion, gentlemen, the city of Whistle Vista has everyone. Please, 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 stop it. Quiet. Thank you, Mrs. McGillium. Mr. McGee, <laughs> you have today made a major contribution to science. Oh, sure. This mysterious McGillium, as you so well call it, will go towards for, uh, revolutionizing warfare. Maybe there might even be a peaceful use for it. Hmm. When can you bring your formula to our plant, McGee, and help well, us get this McGillium on a mass production basis? Well, I'll tell you, Bob. I, uh, I, well, I could do it tomorrow. It's... Except for one thing. And what is that, McGee? I don't remember what I put into it. Oh. Now let me think. There was a half a cigar. <laughs> Bibber and Molly return in a moment. For years, pep milk has been a favored form of milk for babies. That's a simple statement of fact. Now, let's get into some of the whys. Why is pep milk so good for babies? Why do babies grow so sturdily and steadily on pet milk? Why do pet milk babies have such strong, straight limbs, such sound teeth? Well, first of all, pet milk is safe for babies, as free from harmful germs as if there were no such thing in the world. Pet milk is easy for babies to digest and always uniformly rich. Most important, pet milk supplies the ideal combination of milk minerals and vitamin D. It's this combination that builds strong, sturdy bones, sound teeth, and helps a baby to make sure, steady growth. If you're expecting a baby, remember to ask your doctor about pet milk, the first evaporated milk, the first food for babies. <laughs> gentlemen, next week a very funny guy comes back to the air. A guy named Robert Lester Towns Hope. He precedes us on most of these stations. Well, tune in to Brother Hope and have a lot of fun. He's one guy who can make 30 minutes seem like a laugh time. <laughs> Did you get it, Molly? Laugh time, laugh time? It's a pun based on the... Hey, funny, McGee. No, but Hope is. <laughs> so tune him in next week. And after you hear him, don't go away. Wait for us. Yeah. Good night. Good night, all. Thank <laughs> you.
The first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? (laughs) 